Hello and welcome to Let's Talk Robotics. I'm your host, Nikki Rousseau, and it's my absolute pleasure to introduce you to the robotics community. I'm thrilled today to have Heath May from Bex Robotics with us. Bex Robotics is our educational sponsor and we are extremely grateful for their support. Heath, welcome and thanks very much for joining me. Thank you, Nikki. Good to be here. So you are the Vice President International Markets at Innovation First Internationals and you're also the Managing Director for Australia. Tell us a little bit about your career. Uh, yeah, so my career started some many years ago in consumer goods uh, across the homewares industry and small appliances and then took me into major appliances and spent many years in toy uh, the toy sector and many licensing. From there, um, I was introduced to the guys at Innovation First and VEX, and the original of the owners today, and uh, they just shared their passion about robotics with me. So uh, that's what I've been doing for the last 20 something years. And listen, I've met you and I've met uh, Nicole, and I know you're both passionate educators, you're passionate about robotics. Tell us who is VEX Robotics and what makes VEX different? Uh, Bex is a fantastic story. It's really a dream of our two owners. Our two owners are still very active in the business today as the CEO and the CTO. And they were involved in mentoring robotics teams back as early as the 1990s. They became national champions in 93 as mentors. And they saw the need to teach robotics and coding on large scale. So uh, they took that idea forward and they had a couple of um, false starts, let's say until they you know, managed to establish uh, VEX um, into America. Um, and the real point of difference between VEX is it's, it's scalable and it's affordable. Um, so it's something that's sustainable for a school to do um, and the community to do. Um, touching on affordable, you know, in my, in my previous life with my company, I was also dealing with um, educational kids, very, um, very small part of my business. But what did strike, strike me about it is that schools invest in it. And generally speaking, you build one kit and then, you know, then the kit's built and then they have to um, disassemble it. And who does this? And it's just an absolute nightmare. So VEX is known for educational robotics. Um, how are these products uh, influencing STEM education worldwide and specifically in Australia today? Yeah, so with our product range, we have five products that we start um, educational products with. And so we go through a step-by-step -step learning process for the children. So if we are starting at kindergarten, we're starting at a very low level. Um, they're not building robotics at that stage. They're just learning to code. It's sequential thinking, um, how to you know, take that thought pattern through to the end and make their robot do that. And over time, we start integrating um, hands-on building. The um, the idea of making it affordable is, is so it is accessible to all the children out there. So we're not talking about, you know, just upper demographics can be involved in um, robotics. All kids can be. And then with kits, um, as you said, kits can be broken down and be built many, many times over. Um, obviously, there's typically one brain within the kit to run the robot. So it's uh, that one brain can be used for three or four in the class. Um, but with our consumer background and, you know, our owners have been building uh, robotics for so many years that we can actually bring a product to market that can be used by the masses. Yeah. And any recent innovations at VEX that you're particularly excited about now? Um, I think the most exciting part about it now is what we're doing with teachers, because we know we've got a shortage of teachers worldwide. Um, it's a 
problem I hear um, on a global basis every single day. And it's not as if Australia can start just pulling more teachers from another country and, and upskilling them. We need to upskill our own people. And so PD Plus um, that came out of our education team in Pittsburgh was probably one of the best developments we've had in the short term, in the last two years, um, that it brings teachers into a professional uh, community. Um, it's a learning environment. So we have certifications there that can be done for free. It upskills the teachers at their own pace um, using a video library. And from there, once they get access into PD+, um, they've got their own community they can talk to. And so it's a, it's a comfort place for teachers that they can ask a question, they can get an answer from a fellow teacher or from our education team where we have specialists there who might be you know, a K-3 specialist or they might be an engineer or they might be a coder. So it doesn't matter where they are in their cycle of learning. Uh, they can put a question out to us and they can feel comfortable with that environment that they can have an answer, then go back in the classroom and be that uh, teacher and authoritative. Speaking of teachers, you know, robotics, um, I dealt with some teachers as well that um, in the later stage of their lives and are completely intimidated by robotics and coding and things. How do you um, assist the teachers in this journey or if it's new to them to be comfortable with it? Yeah, I think I relate it to myself, you know, with a background in sales, marketing, brand development, not a background in coding a robot. And so how do you go about teaching someone who's a layman and um, they've got great teaching expertise. So we just take them back to the beginning. So we start at VEX123. So we show them how to use a basic robot. And because it is designed to teach a child from four, as adults, we upskill through that process very quickly. We move on then to Go and one, two, three, uh, to IQ. And so with those three platforms connecting, if they are a year six teacher wanting to teach more complicated robotic um, engineering principles with IQ, they can go through one, two, three and go and understand and skill themselves through it at their own pace. So it gives them that confidence of not having to do it directly in the classroom with the kids, but at home, but it starts off with the basics like we do for everything else. One, two, three um, in maths or ABC in um, English, it's the same in coding and robotics. And I imagine there's a bit of change management involved here. If you get called into a school that the teachers aren't all quite on board with it, um, and as I mentioned, like a little bit fearful of technology and that they have to learn stuff, how is this? How do you manage this um, so that they get on the journey with you? Sure. Um, it's probably, again, through the teacher support and showing them how to integrate it into their classroom just outside of the STEM subjects. So show them how we can use robotics in English, how we can use it in mathematics at a very you know, young level um, and really just bringing them into that community and showing them that, that we do have STEM labs. So the STEM labs are designed for the students, but they have teacher pacing guides there. They're all mapped now to ACARA, to the Australian curriculum. So they actually can hit their key markers within their classroom and at the same time, show them the uh, mapping of where they should be and what they're trying to achieve in that. So we're giving them support structure to, to feel comfortable when going to the classroom. It's a fantastic service that you offer. How big is your team? I'm just speaking of that because it sounds like an enormous job. <laughs> well, you know, we're an efficient um, global team. There's, you know, two to 300 people globally in our office here in Australia. We have uh, 12 um, and we have a full distribution network across Australia. So head office is in Adelaide, and um, so everything is processed um, from Adelaide and sent out to all the schools. How can schools and industry get involved with VEX Robotics? 
Well, you know, we'd love to keep speaking to all the thought leaders around schools. Um, it could be principals, digital technology leaders, um, government. Uh, but we need to actually all sit back and think about what we're wanting to achieve in the next 5, 10 and 20 years as a society and how Australia plays part in that. So um, coding is a language. Uh, coding is no different to speaking any other language. It needs to be started early. So we need government support with that. We need them to interact to understand that coding is something that we can't just um, throw onto a student at the age 12 to 15 years old and expect them to pick up coding and be competent, you know, very competent at the age of 20 to go to university or younger to go to university. Um, so uh, it's just more government engagement to have those conversations about where we want our society head um, from there. And from an industry point of view, um, Industry, we are your training. You know, we, we're training up tens of thousands of kids who understand what programming is and, and what their relationship is to robotics. And it's affecting us every single day in the, the simplest of ways. I mean, recently I was in the US and I, thought, I found a gadget um, and I love gadgets. So it was a toothpick holder. You put your hand across it and the sensor automatically brings your toothpick up and it's clean. You don't have to put your fingers in with everybody else's but I want to use it in my home and it doesn't work in low light. So how do I go about fixing that that object or that thing? Or do I go back and say, hey, this does, this sensor doesn't work in low light, but I understand why it wasn't working because of you know some background in the last few years. And that's what we need to understand. There's applications to robotics and sensors and coding that are happening every single day. And as they come into that life, the kids will be able to manipulate that and use that device for something else or improve it. Uh, so it's... The idea that we need to think very holistically on a much larger scale on how to help everyone across all fields, not specific to cybersecurity, but it could be, um, or coding, it could be a plumber or an electrician who are using sensors all the time coming forward in their daily life. And those kids are going to bring that forward into that field. I agree with you. And I think it's actually very important from a young as you've mentioned, you've been in the field 20 years. Have you seen um uh, the adoption rate increase in australia for the appetite for it in the edu different education um sectors and i i think part of our challenges is that we've got all different uh, education systems in our states how they handle the the curriculums and things what's been your experience here um to be honest with you we've got some quite proactive state governments and we've got some very underactive uh state governments and they're, they're, they're leaving the kids behind they're leaving society behind um for, for VEX, we're here to talk about the mission and, you know, to help everyone to achieve the goal. But if the other side of the party is not talking back, you know, obviously some states are going to do very well. So we've had it here in South Australia where the South Australian government at the time put money into a program and we saw an over-indexing of students into STEM subjects. And then we saw more teams registered on a national basis for our competition from South Australia, where we're, it's a 7% state, was traveling around 20% of the uh, adoption rate. And that was really because government took interest. And so now we've got teams who have traveled to the world championships and competed from South Australia, where normally um, it's dominated by a, a bigger population base of New South Wales or, or Queensland, Victoria. So it, it really comes down to as the thought and the care is given by market, by region, is we see that injection and that um, that take off in the area of STEM. Yeah, and you don't actually want to say, and whoever's the current government, so state government of the day, because that's going to influence it. 
Yeah, yeah, and it's, it really does come down to the ministers sometimes. The ministers take very um, personal views on what they want to bring and what their legacy is to um, their education portfolio, and that's what we're looking for. It's that, you know, we want them to sit back and ask, you know, how do we best deliver coding and robotics to students and what do you have? So with having a continuum of five different, you know, robotic platforms that you step-by-step -step learn your way through, the community of the teachers, the STEM labs for students to teach, the pacing guides, the certifications. It's a its a very large ecosystem that we can bring teachers into on a large community basis, many teachers at one time, and then train them. I mean, in the case of Vietnam, we've just trained 2,000 teachers in Vietnam over a one-week period, and then given them all the resources for free to go ahead and take that journey by themselves. It's fantastic, and we're gonna, you're going to see it in years to come the effort that's been put in now. It is. It is. It's, um, it is effort that we have to put in now. And our kids are everyday learning. They are digital. Um, my two sons are in their 20s. They know nothing more than a digital life. So all the kids now have to be in that digital life. And if they can learn some of the basics, um, it's going to help them no matter what they do. But if they then want to take it to a higher level or they uh, become an inventor themselves, they need these basics. Um, to invent from. You've mentioned uh, the VEX Robotics Australian Nationals. It's coming up. Uh, what can we expect to see? It's going to be in Adelaide, is that right? It's going to be in Adelaide. Last year we were in fantastic Sydney, uh, the Harbour City. It was um, a really great location to be at. This year we're in Adelaide, um, heading back to Sydney next year, so it's uh, biennial at the moment. Um, what you will see is going to be the brightest minds of coding and robotics in Australia. Um, we have the largest robotics competition here in Australia. We're the world's largest competition in the world for educational robotics. There's going to be four divisions. There's elementary school, middle school, IQ. Then there's middle school V5, which is our upper end platform, and then high school V5. With those four platforms, um, they're all going to be competing at the same time. So you can come into the event. It's a free event in Adelaide to come and see. And you will see these young children starting from the age of nine or 10, building and coding and competing collaboratively with a robot, right up to a 17, 18 year old who is competing head to head against two other robots. You've got four robots on the field. But it's it's the first step for these people, these students to see what their um, self ability is. Because a lot of them aren't always natural sports people. They haven't run around a sports field and, and kick that goal. Well, this is their sport and this is their moment to kick a goal. So you just see some a lot of excitement and from there, the winners will go on to the World Championships in Dallas, Texas, 24. Fantastic. And how many teams have you got entered this year? Um, this year, we've capped our event because we are looking for a um, pyramid effect where we start to get the best teams in Australia there in one place. So we have 40 teams per division. So there's 160 teams, um, which then makes up, you know, four to five students per team. Some have more, some have less. Uh, so... Yeah, you're talking about 600, let's say, students and uh, all the accompanying parents and uh, grandparents. Listen, it's fantastic. This must be such an injection to Adelaide's economy. Oh, look, I'd hope so. I mean, I, I really want it to be um, great for Adelaide. We have some great engagement now with the Flinders University. We have a fantastic partner here, uh, Mil Zankoff, who runs tournaments at Badea College, who now is engaged with the universities, and he's taking up the role of starting to teach digital technology teachers at university from 2024 to build that pipeline of teachers coming into um, the South Australian community. So yeah, there's a lot of us doing great things in the area. 
Um, the current government has announced that they want to have a real quite a strong STEM um, aim or alliance in the future. So that's something we can help them with. So it's exciting times. Um, it's, it's a lot going on. And we just want to keep building that uh, that base around nationally, you know, help help all states. You know, there's a lot of opportunity. We've seen some Indigenous teams um, come into the program last year who performed fantastically. So, you know, we want more thought leaders from all walks of life. Look, and it's essential because collaboration, without collaboration, we're not going to get anywhere. No, no. I mean, it's funny that you'll find children who weren't initially inspired by robotics. They see it, they come into the team, and all of a sudden they could be their best builder and they don't recognise themselves as a builder or as an engineer, but years later they see themselves as an engineer. This is something I can do. So it changes their lives. We've had testimonials all the time coming from teachers saying that, hey, this kid was really quite in their shell, but because of robotics, brought them out and they found their place. So it, it's it's just good for their hearts, I think, in, in their minds, not only their learning. Oh, listen, that's absolutely fantastic. I'd love to share any stories that you have on our newsletter. So Heath, if you want to give anyone exposure, please feel free to send it to us. Yep, yep. I think today, even now, our great friend Marie Timms released something on LinkedIn again about a student who went through the VEX Robotics program. And um, now they've written back to the school saying thank you for what VEX and those teachers did for them. And it, it just opened them up. Um, oh, that's, so, that's yeah. fantastic. I'll find that post and I'll reshare it. I'm a huge fan of Maria, as you also know. So yeah. now, um, you had a call out for volunteers. Do you have enough for your, your um, competition? Look, we can always take more volunteers, more volunteers make for light work, um, especially we're looking for volunteers on the Sunday in Adelaide because um, a lot of our ex-alumni from VEX have moved on and they now become university teams and they come and support us on day one. So we've got some fantastic young roboticists there um, who are still in the field or have gone in uni and uh, they get taken away to compete on the Sunday so they can do their VEXU competition. Um, so we're looking for people, especially on the Sunday, and uh, a bit of a pat-down help is always handy, but um, just come along and have a look. If you want to become a scorer, a field resetter, um, there's always opportunity. And for sponsors out there, if sponsors come and see what we're about, it's it's a way of seeing where the next generation's heading and who you can go and knock on the door on and um, see whether you want to apply for a job within your own business. So it's a great way of recruiting. Congratulations. And I, I hope it's absolutely fantastic. Um, this podcast will um, be going out next week. So I'm saying that now, but um, there's still a week ahead then for someone to register with you. Would they just contact you on LinkedIn? Is that the best place? Yeah, come through the LinkedIn. That's fine. Um, that is an easy way. Or you can come to my email. I can give you a very short, simple email, which is H, H for Heath, at vex.com, uh, and uh, just send through that you'd like to come, or if you'd just like to meet as a sponsor and we can show you around as a VIP and um, you can get to meet some of the kids. It's a quite successful program that we've done with Fisher Paykel in New Zealand where all VEX kids get an interview with Fisher Paykel and they get to see some of the brightest minds. So, as I said, it's a bit of a recruiting process on um, who's coming through and who's going to be in your workplace. Fantastic. I'll share that in the notes and also uh, in the release um, on LinkedIn when we do it. You're a, a sponsor of Robotics Australia Group. Um, why is this important for you to invest in in the, um, our work that we do? I think it's the community. It's all about the community of how we bring robotics to Australia and make Australia sustainable. 
that you know we can't be reliant on overseas manufacturing hubs all the time and robotics is our opportunity to start to change that. So having that community together that we can speak from an industry point of view and as we speak to industry, they can tell us what the shortcomings are in education and hopefully you can attend to those education problems. Um, we have a new product coming in the next two or three months that is specifically around workforce training. And so it's going to be very special in a way that we've got a six-axis arm that can pick things up, put things down. It has pneumatics in it. It has a supply chain line. We can connect many together. So Nikki can do a project and Heath can do a project and our project can link together. Um, so it's, it's something that's never been done before. So um, why Robotics Australia? It's that community. It's that we all can come together in one place and uh, talk about what our offers are and what our problems are and how we can meet in the middle. Fantastic. And we look forward to a meetup next year in Adelaide that we'll be co-hosting, which um, we'll release the details shortly. Heath, I'm mindful of your time. Any closing thoughts that you'd like to leave our audience with? Look, um, in, if you're an educator out there or government a teacher in the robotic community, jump onto vex.com, have a look what vex is all about, go and spend the time looking at certifications, looking at the resources that we have. It's a huge ecosystem, unlike any other robotics company in the world. Um, we do cover VEX123, GO, IQ, EXP, V5. No one has five different platforms to integrate children and teachers to teach them. So, I mean, I just challenge you to go out and have a look to see what we're doing. A lot of people hear of legacy brands. Those legacy brands are that. They've, they've moved on. Um, they've changed business direction. And VEX is new. It's fresh. And while we've been around for something 20 years, we're still seen as uh, a, a big, fresh newcomer in this space. So just see what we're all about. It would be fantastic to have a look at VEX. Fantastic, Keith. Thank you so much for your time. It's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you. No worries. Thanks, Nikki. And to our audience, I hope you've enjoyed this uh, episode. Uh, there's a call out for you if you're in Adelaide or in that vicinity. If you want to become a volunteer for the Australian Nationals, contact Heath and uh, also just hit him up on LinkedIn and his email address will also be in the show note. I hope you're well wherever you are in the world and I look forward to your company again. Mm -hmm.